Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Tomorrow night, opening night in the NBA, we got two really good games, actually, to tip off for the season. Uh, we'll be on the air for both of them, obviously. 740 tip for the first one. The Brooklyn Nets on the road, taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Playoff rematch in a series that the Bucks trailed 2-0 but ultimately ended up winning in six uh, because everybody from the Nets died. Yes. Pretty much. I mean, right? Basically. The Nets are plus one, minus 115 juice to back the Nets, which I planned on doing all offseason long until Kyrie Irving decided he may not play basketball this year. So let me ask you this, uh, because we're going to talk here, the better's guide to the regular season in COVID consideration. Let me start right there, though. How do you handicap the potential loss of Kyrie Irving? Because here's a team that I thought was going to represent the East, and I still do in the finals. How do we handicap the loss of Kyrie? Do I still play the Nets tomorrow night plus one in this revenge spot for Brooklyn, the team that knocked them out of the playoffs? You know, KD's going to want this one and Harden's going to want it, but are they the same? Like, how big of a loss? I feel like this is a dumb question because Kyrie's a dude that could drop 20 in the fourth quarter of a game. How big of a loss is this for this team, though? Well, I mean, we look at last year's game and we look at last year's team, and number one, KD was the only healthy body. Honestly, Kyrie didn't play. And also we look at the look at this team as well. Harden was hampered. He was out there playing on one hamstring. So it's not like they weren't close and they they couldn't compete um, you know, last year without the body. So now this year, both of those guys fully healthy, the guys that we saw play last season. They don't have Kyrie, but they do bring in Patty Mills, who has been a starter throughout his career. He's been he's played uh, uh backup minutes. He's one of the the sneakiest but the best. Um, Australians. Ac- Australians and acquisitions that this team made in the offseason. So I feel I feel even better backing the, the Nets because I feel like everybody on that Nets team is kind of on the same page as well too. Like, all right, Kyrie's not playing. We're good. Like, yeah. w- whatever. The, we, we'll still have a job to do. Kyrie, we, we're, st- we're tired of talking about it. Let's go out here and play some basketball. On the opposing side, that Bucks team is pretty similar to the team that we saw last year. The only thing is they lost that dog and P.J. Tucker specifically attitude-wise. Love the Grayson Allen pickup when you Love figure that. in that, like, now you don't have to play Bryn Forbes in yes, second. You know Bryn what I mean? Forbes, yeah. uh, something that we did not. He won and lost us some money last year because his three-point prop was only, like, one point yeah. or one. And sometimes he hit one and sometimes he didn't. And also played terrible defense in the process. I was still back to Brooklyn Nets in this revenge spot um but also Giannis has looked like a freaking monster like, he's got a new jumper the jumper's looking good he's coming down pulling up him and Chris Middleton are did you see the side by side of him and Chris Middleton uh on the transition threes like yeah. they look similar like it's crazy but he, he's they're playing with confidence too that team knows how much of uh impact this game has also I think we can factor into a little bit the fact that yeah Kyrie's not playing and of course the COVID impacts that but this Bucks team has played basketball more recently than the Brooklyn Nets have. The Brooklyn Nets have had more time, quote unquote, to get healthy or to to just try to just just to rest their bodies. And you look at the other side; these guys. I mean, KD did play in the Olympics, though, so that's the thing. But we look at the other side: Drew Holiday played in the Olympics, and they Middleton won the, too, and, and Middleton, and they freaking won the the finals. Yeah. So it just took them a, a bigger toll on their body. I still back Brooklyn in this spot, but it wouldn't surprise me though. Like the Bucks are a scrappy team, of course we know that, but I th- I think. I think the uh, oh my gosh, did Josh Allen? Josh Allen interception. Pick? Guy hates being blitzed. Oh my god, guy hates being blitzed. And wow. now, just like that, Tennessee's gonna have the ball in the red zone again. An interception from Josh Allen. Can they throw the ball to AJ Green? Not AJ Green. Can they throw the ball to AJ? Overlooking overs back alive. We'll get you updated on the uh, total. But yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so go on. My fault. Yeah, just no, I mean you're fine. Just backing this <laughs> this team the entire year. I think uh, I, I still like Brooklyn. This entire season, I would stay away from the 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 win total. 
Yeah, me too. Um, just because one injury could be so detrimental. Like, that's one thing I've been doing this season, too, is or this offseason, is looking at teams like Atlanta, where I think they'll be extremely successful. I think they'd, they'd show a lot of promise, and they could be a powerhouse, not just in the Eastern Conference, but in the NBA in general. But they're one Trey Young rolled ankle away from missing him for 10, 14 days. Yeah. And do you trust in the guys? Like, I love Kevin Herter got his bag today, four years, $65 million. He's making 16 uh, three a year. Like, I love those backup guys, but we saw what that team looked like without Trey Young. It looked terrible. Like, they don't look like a good team. So, I try to weigh the injuries, how many bodies the teams have, especially top-end talent. Exactly. Um, I would stay away from the win total for the, the Nets. But still, it wouldn't surprise me as Derrick Henry looks like a madman. It wouldn't surprise me if they hit the over because they're just they're, it's still Kevin Durant. It's still James Harden. And we didn't even talk about the fact that Joe Harris – had a terrible postseason last year. He's going to come back and be better. You got guys like Blake Griffin, and you got Aldridge's back yeah, as well. Like they, they got some pieces there, too. Yeah, and that's what I look for Like with these teams, you know, especially with the COVID situation still going down. And if you're playing the win totals, who has the most depth, right? Like if yeah. you do have a COVID breakout and whatnot, who does have more depth? The win totals that I played, I did fire away. I went over on the Spurs, 29. I went over on the Bulls, 42. Yeah. 42 only for the Bulls? This has to be a 43-win team, man. I went over on the Timberwolves. I feel like 34-and-a-half is selling them short. These are all teams we previewed, and I know that we kind of give the, gave these out that we would be playing them, but I officially played them. Uh, I went over on the Grizzlies, 41-and-a-half. The only thing that does scare me a little bit is the injuries they're already dealing with to start the season. And then I went over on the Washington Wizards, 34-and-a-half. A great call. Is over- it really, though? 35 wins? 34-and-a-half? I like this roster. They're deep. They're you know, very, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Team. So if you have a situation, injuries, COVID, whatever, not you know, whatnot, you have dudes that can get buckets, and you have dudes that want another paycheck in this league. Exactly. That's also that scares me. I'm working on a piece now that I'm going to put out in the morning about the Wizards just kind of previewing that team. Like guys like Kyle Kuzma who are looking at this this opportunity as a stepping stone possibly or just a, a way to rewrite their name or just, you know, have some awareness out there um, pressing too much. Like if I'm Kuzma – I came from being the 12th player in Lakers franchise history to receive all rookie first team honors. And I was averaging 18 points per game to then at the, after my second season there, carrying you know, 80s bags, I've been carrying 80s bags and every Lakers mock trade has me included in it. I get shipped off in a deal where I didn't know where I was going. I thought I was going to go to the freaking Sacramento Kings and going to Washington and nobody thinks I'm a good basketball player anymore. And I'm going to this team that nobody talks about with Bradley Bills, the only star there. I look at this as an opportunity to be, hey, I'm Kyle Kuzma. Let me go get in my bag real quick. And that might cause him to press too hard. But other than that, I think a lot of these guys have bought in as a team, specifically the Wizards, is just trying to trying to go there and build a new culture. Like even guys like Montrez Harrell, yeah. who has been, uh, we're talking about props. Take the over on Montrez Harrell rebounds and his points prop because they're the, the, Vegas is not going to value his points props because they think he's just some bench guy. Like he even talked about it. He said last year, I feel like I, I took a year off of basketball because I wouldn't even utilize. He has shown like he just goes out there and he plays freaking hard and he gets buckets and he's a bruiser. His number every night is going to be set at like eight. Seven points and, a game, and he's going to give you a t- 10 points a night. Easy. And what you just said right there, especially like those first couple of weeks of the season, that's why I love the player props because the market doesn't really catch on. And I'm just looking at some stuff, even like in that opener. I was looking at James Harden, the assist number. Now it's heavily juiced because they have caught on because they saw what happened last year when he took over as like the point guard running the show with this team. Yeah. But the assists are nine and a half, and it's minus 140. Going to be playing that. I'll be paying that juice. And then I'm looking at Drew Holiday, six and a half. It's juice minus 130. I feel like I'm just going to be going back to everything that I was pretty much playing last year. Uh, another thing is how do you kind of like, cause there's so many injuries to start the season. 
if you're looking for value in any of these teams, especially out West, you know, what players are you looking to potentially maybe coming back the second half of the season? I think that's another thing to look at uh, your guide to betting the regular season. If you like the win totals in the futures, like I do. And right now, tomorrow night, the Golden State Warriors, three-and-a-half point dogs. They're on the road taking on the Lakers, three-and-a-half point favorites. And you look at the future market right now, and I have played the Lakers to win the finals because I'm getting a four-to-one price on AD, LeBron, Russ, and you know a bunch of role players like Carmelo who are ring-chasing right now at this yeah. stage. But, dude, like I'm looking at some of these teams right now, and if I knew Kawhi could come back and, make a, and could just be back for the playoffs, I would play the Clippers right now 16-to-one. I don't think Jamal Murray coming back like sets the nuggets over the edge or anything like that as far as title contenders. Yeah. But 22 to 1 is a hell of a price. Um, if I had to make a value pick, and I don't think they have a shot, but I think they proved a lot of people wrong and showed that they're for real. I'm definitely probably going to end up playing the win total over for the Hawks when I get home tonight. I haven't done it yet. I just feel like the Hawks are a 50 win team this year, man. That's one team I think they're going to build off what they did in the playoffs. Yeah, 35 to one to win the finals. I don't hate just because we've seen after last year injuries do happen. I don't think there's a possibility, but I just feel like that's the best price because the next best price after that is the Celtics 40 to one Blazers 50 to one or my Bulls 66 to one. So if I'm getting like that similar range, like how do the Mavs, how are the Mavs 30 to one, but the Hawks are 35 to one. Uh, I think people just believe in Luke a little bit more. But also, do you believe in Kristaps Porzingis to no. to be a little better than he was well, last year? Yeah, I mean, I I hope maybe, so. but I don't think it's like I don't think it's talent that holds him back. I think it's does he want to do it and yeah. does everybody hate his guts? Can him and Luca work together? They also have no three point shooting. Still, I know they didn't do anything to really help. I uh, hate that roster so yeah. much. Like I can't do anything with that win total. Yeah. I could play a Luca, and I don't even want to play Luca to win MVP because. It's not like you're getting a tremendous price on it or anything like that. If anything, I would love to look at what the Dallas Mavericks, like what value am I getting or what odds am I getting for Dallas to uh, to miss the postseason? The only um, – That feels like it would be something. Yeah, to miss to the at. playoffs, yeah. yeah. The only – I actually – The West is just so weak, though. I was looking at the MVPs because I told you I was going to play LeBron, and I didn't do so. The only thing I played was uh, rookie of the year. I played Suggs last night, 6-1. to one. You played Suggs? Yeah. My favorite is Jalen Green. Yeah. I love Jalen Green. I feel like that's the only way to go, though, is you go Jalen Green. I, I don't want to play Cade Cunningham. You no. don't want to play the favorite. And plus, Cade is also not going to win the award. There's other, yeah, there's other guys. Not that Detroit's <laughs> going to be any good, but there's other guys that could actually score and do some things in Detroit. Whereas I'm not saying that's not the case for, I just feel like Suggs, like I feel like 80% of the offense is going to be through him. 